Hi, this is Leisha Mamero with Elm Natural Podcasts, where we educate and empower you to take control of your health naturally. Today, we are talking with um, Tracy Southwick of Heights of Health regarding detoxification and giving you a little bit more education around um, the word detoxification. Uh, Tracy Southwick is a traditional naturopath. She owns a mind-body-spirit clinic called Heights of Health in Houston, Texas. She has satellite offices in Austin, Denver, and Oregon. And she passionately practices in the field of holistic medicine, or excuse me, she has passionately practiced in the field of holistic wellness since the mid-90s after she discovered natural ways to address her own chronic illness. Through the years, Tracy has developed an innovative technique called mind-body-spirit release that is utilized by her clinic practitioners to help address each client in a truly holistic manner. She now trains practitioners around the United States, Canada, and beyond to integrate this healing art into their own practices. Additionally, she is the co-founder of True Vibrance. It's a frequency-embedded essential oils and diodes that facilitate emotional release, balance, and protection of the body's energetic fields. Tracy is firmly rooted in the belief that God has created each one of us with an innate ability to heal on all levels, mind, body, and spirit. But authentic healing only comes with His grace when we address every aspect of our being. So let's welcome Tracy. Thank you, Alicia. It's great to be here. Thanks for coming, Tracy. So um, the reason I asked you to be on the show is because um, detoxification is such a big buzzword these days. Um, there are a lot of uh, people that talk about how they are detoxing. And I know uh, some of that is around, um, you know, binge, binge eating or drinking. So after the holidays, a lot of people will mm -hmm. say, I'm going to go on a detox. And what they mean is uh, just abstaining from alcohol or abstaining from a lot of sugar. Um, and then there are other detoxes like, you know, cleanses and juice cleanses and, um, and different things. But I'm concerned that uh, with all these, you know, all these uses of the word detox, people are you know, missing an opportunity to tr truly understand what a detox is and how um, it really can help reset your body, reset metabolism, um, eliminate toxins from your body if they're not doing it in the right way um, and with the right supplements and the right cleanses uh, in the right order. So that is, um, that's the reason that we've invited Tracy to come onto the show today so that she can um, enlighten us and educate us a little bit more about a, a true detox. So, um, you know, like I had said, one of the examples was a juice cleanse, and that seems to be a really popular detox right now. Um, it's easy, and um, and I have a lot of friends that that do it, and there's nothing wrong with drinking organic juice, fruits, and vegetables, uh, but to do it to detox your body, um, I feel could be setting yourself up for other health issues. Um, you know, I know juices spike our, our insulin levels. I know that juices uh, don't contain fiber to help pull the toxins out of our body. And there's other, other reasons. 
So um, Tracy, could you elaborate on this a little bit more? Absolutely. Um, so I'll kind of back up a little bit because this, this feeds into what you were talking about um, with the juices. Um, and first of all, you mentioned something that I think is really important. If you choose to do a juice fast, absolutely, without a doubt, it has to be organic. Um, if you're not doing an organic, like I hear on the radio, these places that will deliver juices to your house to do a juice fast. And literally, you are concentrating pesticides in your juices. And you're not really detoxing. You're just maybe drinking more fluids. And that may be flushing some things out. But you're also introducing a lot more toxicity into the body. And so that's something to think about with what you're doing um, and looking, and we can talk about this later, but looking at the big picture of where the toxins are coming from and don't just try to take, whether it's an herbal source or a juice fast to get rid of toxins while at the same time, you're still adding a bunch of toxins into the body and you're just caught in this loop. So you're just going to be doing it, you know, and we all need to detox on a regular basis, on a daily basis in some way, shape or form, um, but on a regular basis as well to make sure that those toxins don't build up because we are exposed everywhere, the air, the water, the cleaning chemicals, you know, all this stuff. Now they're spraying for uh, antimicrobial agents. Those are all very toxic. So I'm um, sorry, I'm on a little no, tangent there. Right. But, yeah, you're um, right. The, um, the, all of the, this coronavirus has um, caused, um, you know, businesses and schools to be spraying right. a lot of Clorox um, or um, other toxins into the environment. And yeah. not only are they giving us a toxic effect, but they're also um, affecting our microbiome. You know? Yes. So, yeah. Our microbiome yes. and our macrobiome. So we actually use in the clinic, we use probiotics to clean. Mm -hmm. So we have a probiotic spray that we go through and it breaks down biofilm and, um, and the good bacteria actually rebalances the macrobiome of the environment in our clinic. So there are alternatives that are very effective. Right. Uh, For those listeners that don't know what a macrobiome and a microbiome are, would you please explain? Absolutely. That? So the microbiome is what we talk about when we talk about our, our gastrointestinal tract. So people talk about taking probiotics or how antibiotics destroy the good bacteria in your gut. That's generally speaking what we would say the microbiome is in our body. So it's a little um, environment where it's delicately balanced between um, good bacteria. It should be 90% good bacteria or 95% good bacteria. And there's naturally occurring some bad bacteria, but there's also yeast in there and viruses that can be incredibly beneficial. So we've, um, you know, vilified, just like we vilified bacteria for years and years, mm -hmm. we vilified viruses and viruses have done an amazing job in terms of helping our bodies to adapt. So I'm not saying there aren't bad viruses out there. What I'm saying is um, taking something or doing something that blanket kills everything mm -hmm. in that family is we don't know what the long-term effects of those are. And so we do, we're doing the same thing now to our environment. So we're spraying all these antimicrobials. We've done it on our crops as well, um, but in the house. And so we're creating this environment where pathogenic bacteria and viruses are able to create what's called um, 
a, a biofilm on top of them that protects them. So that's why hospitals end up with things like MRSA and mm-hmm. antibiotic resistant bacteria, yeah. because when they clean, it creates this, there's this protective film that the bad guys create that the cleaners can't get to. Mm-hmm. But there are good bacteria that will actually go in, they eat away at that biofilm and they can go in and rebalance the, the macrobiome. So macro just means big and micro means small. So the, the living environment that's around us of bacteria and viruses and even parasites that are, should all be in balance. But mm-hmm. when you introduce a toxin in there or kill off enough of the good guys, the bad guys can kind of take over. It gets out of balance. And that affects our detoxification pathways. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so that takes me to before. So when I see somebody, um, and, and we do this generally with almost everybody that comes to the clinic. Um, but when I see someone for the first time, I'm checking to make sure that they have enough mitochondrial energy to detoxify. So if somebody is super, super weak or super, super tired, and they're, they've got so many toxins in their body um, or such nutritional deficiencies that they don't even have the energy to move toxins out. If you start putting them on a detox program, mm-hmm. they're, if they can, they'll, they'll maybe stir up some toxins and then they'll deposit somewhere else. They just don't have that energy on a cellular level. So when I talk about mitochondria, that's the part of your cells that produces energy. Okay. Um, ATP molecules. But it, that mitochondrial production of ATP or energy molecules can become disrupted or reduced if you have nutritional deficiencies and or toxins like heavy metals that Mm -hmm. get into the mitochondria that stunt that process. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's the first thing I look at. Okay, where's the weak spot in that Krebs cycle in the mitochondria that's keeping you from producing ATP or energy molecules at the level you need to, to detoxify? So we'll spend sometimes a month or two just really highly fortifying the person with nutrition, making Mm -hmm. sure that you get all the the proper nutrients they need to bring their energy level up. Um, And and a lot of times it's things like kind of at the top of the list, actually the three things, nutrients um, that you'll see missing are B vitamins, okay, magnesium and uh, CoQ10, especially if the person's been on statin drugs, they'll be depleted of CoQ10 and haven't been taking CoQ10 they'll be depleted of CoQ10. Those three things can really, really upset that energy production mm-hmm. um, those pathways. So we'll, we'll fortify the person and maybe um, if they've got some severe heavy metal toxicity, which is super common nowadays, I'll give them some kind of a binder to help bind with um, the toxins and or if they've got a heavy load of either parasites or candida, which is a yeast infection, um, systemic yeast infection that occurs in a lot of people, or they've been exposed to mold, all of those can deplete ATP or deplete the mitochondrial's ability to produce ATP. So you can use things called binders, which are specific products, um, supplements that are natural that will go into the body and literally like bind onto the toxins and bring them out. So it's not like they're stimulating detoxification. They just catch the stuff that's floating around and gets it out so that the body has less stress and the energy production can go up. And generally, even in that first month, people are like, oh, I'm starting to feel better. My brain's starting to come on because you have 10,000 mitochondria 
in each brain cell. I mean, that's phenomenal. You think about how small a brain is and brain cell is. Yes. um, And you've got 10,000 mitochondria in that, in each, essentially each cell. Mm -hmm. And those are all producing energy. So most of your energy is coming from the brain. So brain fog is a huge part of the signs that you look at for somebody really toxic. Yes. So it's interesting because I, um, you know, we've talked about my son, um, Matthew, who had the gluten and dairy um, allergy. And along with the diagnosis of the gluten and dairy allergy, he had dysbiotic amounts of all kinds of viruses, bacteria, heavy metals, and molds. Uh, so his his body was not absorbing nutrients as a result of the gluten and dairy allergy um, efficiently. So he, he wasn't absorbing the proper amount of, of vitamins. And like you said, he was deficient mostly in B vitamins. Mm-hmm. Um, you said that was one of the top ones. And, um, and so once we just eliminated that toxin of the gluten and dairy, repleted his body of the supplements, then all of a sudden his detoxification pathways opened. Right. And even without us doing a lot of chelation on, um, on him, um, we did chelate for the heavy metals. But other than that, he, he did not have any chelations and his body auto, you know, automatically eliminated. Okay. So a lot of it is you just re- remove the toxins. You have to find mm-hmm. the source of the toxin Right. And then, um, and then support your body. So um, that brings me, you know, what, what can a person um, look for to, to um, recognize that they, well, you said that we have, we should be detoxing every day and we'll get to that. But um, for like a therapeutic um, detoxification, what would be something, somebody, a symptom, somebody would be looking for, to know that they need to go to a doctor, naturopath, or a functional medicine practitioner mm-hmm. to help them with a therapeutic grade um, detox. Absolutely, um, that's a great question. Um, uh, brain fog, obviously, being one of them. Low energy is another one. Um, low thyroid function, by the way, I didn't mention that, but that can definitely contribute to low mitochondrial function. So I definitely want to look at the thyroid, but like you were saying about Matthew, um, and this isn't related directly to him, but it's related to a lot of us, mercury and other heavy metals and fluoride can inhibit the thyroid's ability to work, which lowers your um, energy production. So that's, so it's kind of like it's all tied in together, but um, I would definitely look at things like low energy, brain fog, um, low libido, uh, rashes, skin rashes. Mm-hmm. Um, if anybody who has a history of constipation is toxic because okay. that is your biggest channel of elimination. We've got what's this called, it's like a drainage funnel. And down at the bottom, there's a cork and the cork at the bottom. So your body moves toxins down that cork at the bottom is the colon. And if the colon, that cork is stuck in there and you're not going to the bathroom at least a couple of times a day, everything starts building up. So then the liver gets toxic and there's a little trap door on the liver that if that one overflows, then it's going to go into the kidneys, the lungs and the skin. So a lot of times skin issues are just liver issues or colon issues where things are backing up. 
And then above that, you've got the lymphatic system, and then you've got the cells and the brain. So the lymphatic system, which is the way the brain detoxifies while we're sleeping. So mm-hmm. um, you have to be very, very, very well aware that if things aren't moving down here, it's likely that everything's just backing up into the system. And there's a huge correlation between breast cancer and constipation, amongst other things, obviously colon cancer. Um, but uh, any of those things can be contributing to um, issues, hormonal disturbances, because the liver has a lot to do with hormone balance. And if the liver is toxic, or the liver's blocked up, then you're going to have a lot of issues with hormonal imbalances. And 25% of Americans have non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. And we've always thought of that's the yeah. liver with alcohol. I know right. plenty of clients who never drink alcohol and they've got non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. And it's from all of the toxins in our environment, plus our diet, plus the processed foods, the, the sugar. Yeah, the sugars, the sugars, the um, uh, corn syrup. Mm. Mm. So high fructose corn syrup, super hard on the liver. So, you know, addressing all of those things. So before you even go down the pathway to a cleanse, um, obviously, you want to get the energy production up, but the second step is make sure you're going to the bathroom. You've got to keep that pathway open. And drinking water is going to be, you know, super, super important to flush things out. Exercising, moving, sweating, sweating is huge. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and you're you're wonderful at that because you're always out there playing tennis. And, and, <laughs> and I have my infrared sauna. Yay, yes, yes. I've been out with you so many times I had to get one for myself. That was my <laughs> it's Christmas definitely part. worth it. Yeah, it's definitely worth it yes. um, to have that. Um, detox foot baths are great. You know, there are all kinds of things that you can do to help move things out. Dry skin brushing um, before you go in, before you take a bath or a shower, just gets the lymphatics moving and opens up the skin because the skin, you detoxify through the skin. That's where a lot of sweating comes from. Um, you know, and, and being mindful of, okay, what am I putting into my body? Not just, you know, the, the food, the quality of the food, which is hugely important, the quality of the water. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you want to make sure that you have really high quality water, but also the quality of everything that you're putting on your skin. Um, and just think about that, you know, the body responds just, you know, you have, if you have a really fancy car, you want to take care of it, right? I mean, we take better care of our possessions than we do of our bodies a lot of times. So just right. changing that mindset to, wow, you know, I've got this one body. What am I going to do to make it um, work and operate at the highest level in detoxification? Back to the whole topic is super, super important because you cannot avoid toxins in this day and age. Usually. Right. No. And, um, you know, you just brought up a point about clean water, but so many people probably don't don't understand what that what that looks like. Um, I know that, I mean, I, I'll have a podcast eventually about water in and of itself, and I probably could have, you know, a two-part series. There's so much to talk about around water. But one of the things that you just mentioned was how toxic fluoride is for our bodies. Mm-hmm. And fluoride is in all tap water. So for anybody drinking tap water, you could be putting yourself in a continuous cycle of toxins. Um, And then if you add onto that plastics, um, you know, you're, you're Uh even adding more toxins and, um, and endocrine disruptors in with the, with the plastics. So, 
um, there's a lot for people to understand um, about the toxins that are in our environment. And I Absolutely. you know, that that's a big educational curve, you know, for yes. people. Um, yeah. The household products. Um, I understand, you know, laundry detergent is probably one of the most toxic um, ingredients in our or, or products in our home. So people, you know, it's important to learn about um, the ingredients that are in all of your household cleaners and um, products that you're using in your home, body care products. Um, your, like I said, your your water, but your air also. We have a we have personally the air doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, air yeah, we have those at the clinic. Those are great. Yep. So um, yeah. these are all things to consider, and the more that you you eliminate the toxins going in, you know, the more you're supporting your, your body and the detoxification pathways. Um, so back to, you know, specifically a de- unless, did you have anything to add to that? You know, I, going back to what you were saying about the fluoride, because that is a really big issue mm-hmm. um, in, because, you know, here in, in Texas, being in Texas, most of the water is fluoridated, but fluoride, it's sodium fluoride. So there is naturally occurring fluoride, like broccoli has fluoride in it. And that is, there are two different ways that that metals um, will present and one's organic and one is non-organic. Organic. So mm-hmm. the non-organic sodium uh, fluoride is actually very toxic to us. And that's what's added to the water supply. That's what's in toothpaste. If you don't believe me, read the warning label on your toothpaste. Yes. And think about control if swallowed. Exactly. (laughs) And think about how much of that. Right. And it's been proven to lower IQ in children. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So super important. There are ways to detoxify it. It actually affects your pineal gland, which is your melatonin, your serotonin, and also your ability to have intuition. So, Mm -hmm. so your ability to think for yourself so there's, there are ways that you can detoxify um, fluoride, but you've got to stop. Like you were saying, Alicia, you've got to stop the source. Yes. Um, and and, and it, fluoride affects the microbiome as well. Absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And it's there's radiation in 80% of the water in Texas. So, um, you know, things that you don't think about, like I would never think I would get radiation from the water. No. Um, but, you know, I know you you have some water specialists that I think would be uh, wonderful to do some, some education. <laughs> I'm sure I could learn a lot, too, um, from that. Yes. I mean, I've, I'm constantly in touch with my water guy on text. Oh. And I was texting him last night. I'm like, the pH in my system is not right. You need to come back over. Yeah. Help, help. And I don't say all this to scare people at all. And, yes. and don't don't think, oh, this is overwhelming. I can't do anything. Any yeah. little step that you do can help. So like Leisha was saying, the laundry detergent change that out, make a step when you run out of your current one. I mean, not everybody can go out and change everything up because it's expensive to do that. Um, There is a brand that I like. I have no connection with this brand at all, but they're based in Houston branch basics. I think you use them Mm -hmm. as well. And they're actually very cost effective and you get a kit and it, you know, laundry detergent, bathroom cleaner, kitchen cleaner, uh, hand soap, and you just mix it in different variations with the, the concentrate and it's great. And it, I use it for, um, we use it to clean everything in our house and I'll add essential oils to it. Um, yeah. cause I like my bathroom to smell like, you know, lemons or whatever. <laughs> but, um, yeah. it's, um, it is a, uh, vegetable mineral base cleaner. 
Is so it? Okay. even you can drink it and be okay. Oh, so wow. you can wow. feel confident okay. that your children, um, you know, can clean the house for you and not be toxic as a result yes. of it. Yeah. Yeah, Especially little kids. I mean, they're down on the ground, they're touching stuff. The biggest pores in your, in your body are on the bottoms of your feet and the palms of your hand. You absorb a ton of stuff through that. So be really aware of what you are, because we don't wear shoes in our house, Mm -hmm. what you're stepping on with your bare feet, what you're touching with your hands, all the sand, that sand sanitizer, hand sanitizer. (laughs) Yes. um, that, that people are putting on all the time. I bring my own natural stuff because I don't, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I, anyway, I, I bring I my own. Say. Yeah. And when you go to places where they say, oh, you have to use this, I say, no, it's okay. I have my own. Right. I, I do the same. I make my own with of um, essential oils. And, <laughs> yes. And yeah. Send it absolutely. with the kids and say, you know, just politely decline the hand sanitizer and yeah. use your own. So, um, Perfect. Yeah, that's a good good point. So, um, okay, so we will move on to, you know, the topic at hand is like the therapeutic grade detoxification. Okay. You keep so, bringing me back to that. I know. <laughs> going down I mean, rabbit holes here and there. This, Sorry this topic, there, you know, this is this is a huge topic, and and like, you know, like water, I could probably do several podcasts on just this topic. Yeah. Um, and it, and I did want to. To reiterate something Tracy just said, um, and the reason for this podcast um, is to educate people, and it is about a journey. Um, I haven't learned all this overnight. I've been doing this a lot of years, and um, and am passionate about it. So, you know, this is something that I do instead of watching TV is reading about all nerd out on science. So um, <laughs> yeah, me too. So please don't get overwhelmed. Um, just you know take a few nuggets of what has been said here and um, and apply it to your home and your in your body and over time those things will add up so um, so yes getting overwhelmed is not going to do you any good either because as Tracy would say stress is probably the number one cause of disease so let's avoid stress and just do what you can yeah. okay Absolutely. so um, so the next question let's you know topic at hand is, is detoxification and full body detox. And you've talked about some of the reasons or some of the symptoms that people would go to a doctor. Um, and, and it would have to be a functional medicine or a naturopath um, or, you know, a homeopathic doctor to do these sorts of de- uh, detoxes, I would assume, a therapeutic grade. I don't think that allopathic doctors offer detoxification protocols Uh, typically yeah typically not there to unless they've gone out to learn for themselves but that's just not their area of their their band-aids you know they're looking at uh, diagnosing and band which is you know it's all important stuff but if you want to look at helping the body to become healthier versus just symptoms we always um in this field are looking for underlying causes so I, of course, I want to help you feel better, but I want to know why you feel so bad. And I want you to help your body heal itself because God made our bodies to heal themselves. So if we can figure out what those underlying, it's almost always a toxin mm-hmm. that's underlying. I mean, you'll, you'll have some nutritional deficiencies, but once you take the toxin out and this goes back to what you were talking about with Matthew. When you take that toxin out, like the gluten, you may need to short-term supplement, 
But as long as you're eating a good diet, um, you don't have to over supplement with nutrients. Like if you're having to constantly add something in to the diet, there's probably still a toxin in the body. So it's, it's not a, you do one cleanse, deep cleanse, and you're all better. It's, Mm -hmm. it's layers and, and health is not like this moving, you know, with, it's kind of like this, you know, you're going on, yeah, I mean, you're going in, you're, you're going to be all over the place, but the, the, the key is you want to be going up in the right direction. So working with somebody to help you do that. And I usually do like, I'll do bills, detox, bill, detox, bill, detox is kind of Mm -hmm. the, where I'm, where I go with that. Um, the, the benefits of functional medicine in this, and I don't do functional medicine. That's not my forte. Um, I do bioresonance, which picks up on other things. And I do a lot of muscle testing and energy testing, which we can pick up on toxins that way as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but the benefit of functional medicine, I should say there, there's a benefits and you know pros and cons. Yes. But the pro is you can do some tests and you can have a number and say, okay, my number is 832 and I need to get it below 300. And so mm-hmm. you can trace that and take the test. The cons of that is, or the biggest con is it can be very expensive. So if, yes. if you're in a place where, you know, it does, it's not taken, insurance doesn't go, it's, it can be really costly. But mm-hmm. if you need to have that number, that is, you know, that's the way you want to go is through a functional medicine doctor. If you're yes. okay with okay, I'm going to work with my symptoms. I'm going to work with muscle testing, bioresonance testing. Um, then, you know, that, that's, that's more like what we do and um, it still works really well, but mm-hmm. you know, it just doesn't work for everybody um, in terms of what they need to, to have that motivation to keep going. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I'll have to say, you know, that um, the muscle testing, is hard for some people to get their heads wrapped around because it doesn't seem like um, it would be, you know, possible for that to work, which um, it's just, uh, it's about the energy in a person's body. Mm -hmm. But I'll have to say that uh, Tracy has, has done it on me. And um, it's fascinating that, you know, definitely things that are triggers in my body cause my body to be weak when she's muscle testing me. And um, I have another doctor who's a homeopathic doctor that also does muscle testing. So um, for those that are skeptical about this, um, I can validate. um, And I've also been trained in muscle testing by Tracy. So I do it a little bit with my children when I'm giving them um, supplements to decide whether or not, you know, a supplement is good if their body needs the supplement or not. um, And the amount also. So um, It's been fascinating because I've tested it and then I take them to Tracy and then she validates me. So, um, so anyway, I just, yes. Um, So go ahead and, um, and back to the full body detoxification. Okay. I know. Let's keep back, keep back about muscle testing really quickly. Let me put that, put, put something out there about that. If you've never had it done, if you've had it done by somebody who knows how to do it, you can feel it. And it's literally just nervous system responses. So you're, you're just seeing how you're tapping into the nervous system and seeing how the nervous system responds to things. So the nerves control the muscles. If the nervous system doesn't like something, then the nervous system will make the muscles weaker or will weaken. 
if the body does like something, it's like it gives it a charge of energy and the nervous system gets stronger, energy is flowing like it should through the body and the muscles become stronger. So there is a physiological way to describe it. The problem is most people who've been muscle tested don't have never been explained how it works. And so right. it just seems like woo woo, you know, yes, crazy stuff. So anyway, back to detoxification. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me what, what you want me, cause I can, you know, wax poetic about this forever. Cause I love this topic. Well, what, what do you, what, um, so if a person I, comes to you with, you know, presenting these symptoms, um, and then you decide maybe, would you ever say you were going to do a full body cleanse? Because I know that there are some practitioners that'll do a full body cleanse, but it's really important to do it in a certain order. Um, and so that's really what I'm wanting to let um, people you know, know. talk about, let people know is that you can't just go do a liver cleanse. There's a certain right. order to these things. To do the things. Yes. So you definitely want to start with the colon. Um, because everything should dump into the, or most everything, the kidneys will take on some of the load, but generally speaking, most of the waste is going to go out through the colon. So if the colon is toxic, you're, you're not going to have very good results. So obviously you want to open up the colon. You want people to be going to the bathroom at least a couple of times a day Mm -hmm. and, um, probably do something for a few weeks just to remove the waste that gets along the lines of the, you know, the lines of the colon. And that's for a few reasons. One is because if that waste is kind of up against the wall of the colon, Mm -hmm. then your body is constantly reabsorbing toxins from that waste. So it'll go across into the bloodstream and into the lymphatic system. Second, and then it's going to be filtered through the liver, causes more liver stress, and then it backs up that system even more. Second Mm -hmm. is that waste along the walls of the colon is a a wonderful place for pathogens to live. Mm-hmm. So uh, parasites in particular love to kind of burrow in or yeast can get in there. Candida yeast can get in there. So you want to get rid of a lot of the living space of those um, bad, host, bad guys. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I typically will start with, let's get the colon moving and then add some liver support because remember this funnel that I was talking about. If if you go if you go colon and then you jump up here and try to work on the lymph, but the liver's overloaded, the only thing that's going to happen is you're going to try to move the lymph out through the liver, um, and it's just going to make things even worse because the liver can't handle it now. Okay. Um, so you want to start with colon first. And then liver, and you can do kidneys too at the same time you do liver or do something to take the stress off and then lymph. But sometimes when you take that cork out, a lot of things just start flowing out. Yes. Um, we've all experienced that, right? The body goes, ooh, it's time to let go. That's so good. <laughs> yes. Um, and then there's also kind of an order in which you want to get rid of pathogens versus toxins. Mm-hmm. Um pathogens and I and I think we do a lot of work around parasites because you know if you've got a pulse you've got a parasite it's it's just (laughs) like 90 90 what percent yeah it's crazy it's crazy so do they have parasites um in like a dysbiotic like imbalanced amount or is it something that we just have in our body everybody has in their body and you know imbalance for most 
Exactly. That is a great question. So I, my first experience with parasites was in health school, health class in high school, and they showed us an, um, a microscope view of eyelashes of a person. And they said in every single person cadaver they have ever, ever, ever looked at. Um, and this was, you know, 30, 40 years ago. Um, oh, yikes. I think you're close to my age. <laughs> yes. And, um, and each little follicle had a worm in it. And I don't think those are detrimental to us. I mean, I think there's a, a balance. It's just, right. just there's staff on our skins. So. Exactly, yes. exactly. Um, we when call them parasite. Parasite actually means eats at one ta- one's table. So when you've got parasites like in the intestines that grow like um, roundworms, you're eating great food. You have an amazing diet and they're just sitting there going, thank you, mouth's open and they get all the good stuff. And then they, they literally poop waste into your body. And so it creates more toxins. So you've got a couple of different types of toxins. You've got toxins you're getting from the environment and then you've got metabolic toxins from the body's processes. And then you've got toxins like, they call them biotoxins from pathogens like parasites and yeast. Those can be really toxic, but those are the ones you don't want. So you don't want that level of parasites that can cause that. And then additionally, um, oh, and this is where you have to kind of go after the chemicals. They are there because the imbalance is usually a chemical toxin it, or, or a heavy metal or something like that. So you've got to get to the source. Okay. But you've also so got to not Parasites take over because of the the imbalance of the toxins. Yeah, whether it's heavy metal. I mean, it can. it's usually heavy metals, Pesticides I see a lot, which are a lot of times heavy metal based. Correct. Um, You know, so you get in this cycle, um, all the plastics and environmental toxins and everything. And then the parasites, here's another rabbit hole I'm going down. The parasites actually can absorb nine times, seven and nine times their body weight and toxins. So there's, when, when you're doing, this is why you need to do this along with somebody who is a professional in this area, because you have to absorb those toxins. You've got to take something that when you kill one of those pathogens, they release those toxins. You don't want those toxins to float back into the bloodstream. You want something to, it's called a binder and encapsulate and bring it out of the body. So there are all these steps that you have to go with, you know, you got to support the liver. You've got to make sure that you're, when you're knocking these things down, you're absorbing them too, and you're moving them out of the body. And I'm not, I mean, it sounds overwhelming. It's really not. It's not like you're going to have to take 50 pills in a day, no. but you want to make sure it's a process. Covering. Yeah. And you're doing it in the right order and you're covering all those bases. Wow. So I have so many questions and I'm trying to figure out. So I guess, let me ask you, since we're on the parasites, like how do people get parasites in their body to a dysbiotic <laughs> amount? I mean, where do they come from? What are we looking um, for to keep them out? You know, what okay. are we looking to eliminate to keep them out or minimize them. Minimize them. Okay. Sushi um, is a, is a great source for parasites. Um, So let me ask you a question about sushi real quick. So uh, if you are eating sushi and you are eating the ginger with the sushi, does that kill the parasite? Well, more than the ginger wasabi would, but they don't use real wasabi anymore. So, I mean, if you've ever had real wasabi, um, it is 
so unbelievably spicy. I mean, I just a tiny, tiny, tiny bit yes. is so spicy and it's really expensive. So in restaurants, typically they're uh, almost all the time, they're using um, uh, horseradish that's dyed green okay. to look like wasabi. Interesting. So it, you'd have to eat a lot of that and it okay. will stimulate stomach acid. Um, and the stomach acid is your first line of defense against parasites. Okay. So when you're taking acid blockers, which acid blockers um, in, in the health field, they call them the gateway drug. Yes. Because it causes this whole, you know, cascade, cascade mm-hmm. of issues, but parasites being one of them, because you can't kill the eggs or the parasites as they enter the body. Um, you can, you can touch a doorknob and get them. So really, I mean, you can think about where cats lick and then they lick their fur and then you pet the cat or dogs as well. Dog, you know, my dog, she's always sticking her nose in somebody, some other dogs, you know, waste. It's disgusting. Uh (laughs) Um, so obviously you want to deworm your pets at the same time you're doing some kind of parasite cleanse or you want to do them regularly anyway. I actually learned the the hard way that um, heartworm medication does not kill other worms. So you need to, you know, talk to your vet, holistic vet. There's a lot of information online. I'm not a vet um, where you can get natural ways to kill other types of worms. Diatomaceous earth kills a lot of parasites um, in pets and you can mix it in with their food, but you, you can't avoid the sources. Okay. So you just need to create an atmosphere where they're not welcome. So once you go through that whole detox process and you get the source toxin out of there and keep it out of there, Mm -hmm. it's amazing. They don't like, they they can't thrive anymore. Um, So, you know, we do like people that go through the parasite cleanse process with us. I say, okay, three times a year, you're going to do, um, a full moon challenge, which means, you know, right now, today, actually, our last night was a full moon. So we started taking parasite stuff for a few days before, and we'll continue it for a few days afterwards, just to make sure nothing kind of rears its ugly head. And that's what they do in a lot of, you know, um, countries that are less developed in some areas than the U.S. They still do that. And it keeps, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine from Jamaica, and he said, Every, you know, before school, they would line them up and they'd all have to take this stuff to kill parasites and they just go on and play. And it was normal. It's just part of their protocol. Um, That's interesting. The last guest that I just had on the show um, is doing a parasite cleanse um, as we speak. And I've not ever done one myself, so I don't know a lot about it. But she did mention that she has to start on the full moon or around the full moon. So what is what's that about? Why the full moon? Well, that's interesting because I always knew, you know, you, you know this from kindergarten teachers. They're like, my kids go crazy on a full moon, yes. but nobody knows why. Um, right. So I actually incidentally just learned this. Um, when your uh, body, and there's probably more to it than this, but there's mm-hmm. something having to do with the full moon that decreases your uh, melatonin production. Okay. And when that happens, it down regulates your immune system. And so the parasites are able to come out and play more. Okay. Um, and so when that happens, they're more active. And if you start on a full moon, you're more likely to get them because some of them will stay like an assist form or the, like you were saying, you know, that we were talking about earlier, the hide behind stuff. And so if that environment, when the full moon happens, the parasites will come up 
and they'll come out to play essentially and um, it's easier to get them. And when they come out to play, obviously they're going to be reproducing more. They're going to be um, having excreting more biotoxins, which messes up your neurotransmitters, causes brain inflammation, things like that. That's why people will be like, oh, I'm so depressed or, oh, I'm, you know, this or that or anxious or irritable around the full moon. It can be simply just that they've got parasites. Wow. (laughs) You know what? You saying that, um, what was it, two nights ago? So right before the full moon, I had a really hard time sleeping all night. And I, um, I mean, all night it was, you know, I had a difficult uh, time going to sleep until about two thirty, three o'clock in the morning. Um, and then it was, I was never in a deep sleep yeah. and my body was sweating all night long. And it, it's so unusual for me because normally I do sleep all through the night, you know, from 1030 until about 515 in the morning when um, I wake up and you know, I don't get up to go to the restroom normally. So I thought that was really odd. I wonder if it was something to do with the full moon and maybe I need a parasite gland. So (laughs) Maybe so. Parasites love the liver and they love the bile ducts and that sweating at night is an indicator that there's something going on with the liver. So the fact that it was kind of right around that time, I'd go, hmm, maybe that's something to look at. Yeah, because I I didn't drink that night. So I thought, well, that because sometimes that happens if I've had some Mm -hmm. wine that has... Which is the liver. Yes, which I think is, you know, I don't know what the what the connection is with me drinking wine um, and my um, sweating and waking up at two in the morning. But there's something it may be the glyphosate or it may be the sugar. Um, it's it's just the yeah, it's the liver stress. That's yes. The liver well, stress I find time. if I drink an organic wine with no sugar added, I don't have that um, problem. So, yeah, that makes sense. The glyphosate. Um, which is super heavy and and all the pesticides and wines and all the flavorings and additives and the extra sugar and all that. I know. Yeah. Reminder to to stay on the biodynamic organic organic wine. Yes. Yes. We like dry farms wines. Yeah. Um, I like their wines. So um, yes, not that I, we drink them, you know, I don't drink them often, but um, yeah, if I do used to have an alt- yeah, it's used to have it's it's good to have something if you're going to yes. at least you're not going to feel you know terrible. I ordered some off Thrive, Thrive Wines. I mean, not Thrive Wines, Thrive Foods. You know, the Thrive online ordering some organic oh, wines. Yes, yeah, some biodynamic that were really they were actually quite tasty. They were good. So, okay, so back to this detox. Um, so <laughs> we have you know we've got. Um, you know, you said lymphatic system. So first colon, then liver, and you got to the lymphatic system. That's mm-hmm. when we talked about parasites. Um, yeast, we briefly mm-hmm. touched on. Um, so, you know, how how would you determine whether somebody needs to do a parasite cleanse or a yeast cleanse um, or any other? You know, know, not everybody needs to do a yeast cleanse or a parasite cleanse, do they? No, but you can look at their history. If it's somebody who's been on birth control pills for a while, antibiotics, steroids, those kinds of things, they crave sugar and carbs. If somebody comes in just kind of presenting with those those symptoms, I'll say, yeah, we probably need to start with some yeast. And the toxin that's usually below yeast is mercury. Okay. So mercury, you can get them from dental... Yeah, from fillings, but also pesticides. Uh, mercury is often the base in um, uh, childhood, you know, immunizations. For our generation, mercury was the base yes. for that. Um, the flu shot has mercury in it. 
So all those things are sources of mercury that you could have. Um, so if somebody comes in and they found a lot of, um, you know, mercury fillings, I would send them to a biological dentist. Don't ever go to a normal dentist to get your mercury fillings or your silver fillings removed yes. because they can cause horrible, horrible problems. Yeah, you um, have to have the dam. Exactly. Um, so that you're not, yes, you're not swallowing back the mercury that's being put out. Know, you're or breathing it through breathing the, yeah. Because I did have mine taken out and I had, you know, the vacuum going that was sucking yeah. the air and the dam and... Yes, we had to do it over a few days because it's quite a process. Oh, it is. And you have to do certain quadrants first. Yes. And, but there's some great dentists um, there out are. there that have been trained in this procedure. Yeah, um, I'll include um, a link to where someone can go in the show notes to look for a biological dentist. Oh, good, good. Yeah, that's huge because your it's your huge. mouth is is huge part of your body, um, your body's health. And if you... And I had this happen with a client, actually, I just saw her yesterday and she kept getting um, candida back. And she's like, why do I have to keep doing this? And I said, well, it's because you haven't gotten rid of your fillings yet. So now now she's finally getting the fillings out and her candida yeast levels are are going down. She could knock it down, but it always come back up because actually the body wants the yeast in there because the yeast surrounds the mercury to protect it. The body from the mercury because the mercury is so toxic. Oh, so that's kind of like fat in the body. That's where the yes. toxins go. So the body mm-hmm. uses fat to store toxins. Absolutely. Um, so if somebody's losing weight, they do need to consider that they are going to have a lot of toxins in their body and they really probably should do a detox or a yes. therapeutic grade detox. Yeah, um, absolutely. Absolutely. Because all of those fat cells are releasing. Yeah. Okay. Very good so, point. Yes. Well, um, I guess, you know, before we wrap up, like one last question, you know, um, one of the things I mentioned was in my mission episode was that I wished I would have known, obviously, (laughs) what I know now back before I had children. Um, And so if somebody is considering um, pregnancy, you know, um, I had said your womb is the first nursery. And that's something that dawned on me after the fact Um, And so, you know, for the people that are considering planning, um, what would you, you know, would you recommend um, for them? Because I know, you know, there's what, I think there's, it's over 60,000 chemicals that are approved by the FDA in our environment in the United States. And I know that there's um, a little over 10,000 chemicals that are approved by the FDA that are in our foods as food actives and so, and preservatives um, that it's staggering. And there's been no studies about the cumulative effect of all of these, you know, the FDA approves it. If it was just one toxin, it probably wouldn't hurt us, but the cumulative effect significantly harms us. Um, And when babies are born, studies are showing that they have, you know, over a hundred chemicals in their umbilical cord. So those poor babies are already, you know, at a disadvantage for their health. So what would you recommend to someone? Um, Both, I I would suspect both the mother and the father would need to get a detox. That's that's where I was going. Okay. (laughs) Going to go with that. Start with that. I see, um, I've seen through the years, quite a few women um, trying to get pregnant Um, Heavy metals really can affect it because they can affect the thyroid, which can affect your hormones, 
dramatically. Um, but you don't want those, you want the, the sperm to be just as healthy as the egg. Even though the baby is growing inside the mom, you want all, all the, the genetic material coming together to be super, super healthy. So the man, um, definitely the, you know, the husband needs to be clean and healthy and, and supportive of what the wife is doing mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but I usually tell people, um, they'll come to me and say, ah, I've been trying, we can't get pregnant, whatever. I'm like, can you stop trying just for four to six months? Mm-hmm. I know it seems like a long time, right. but this will make such a huge difference for the health of your baby. And obviously you want to keep those practices going during pregnancy as well, but, um, really to get the body in a good, healthier place. And they usually get pregnant really quickly after they go through that process. But it is so important to detoxify the mom. Um, A lot of this infertility is coming from the body saying, whoa, I'm too toxic. I can't, I can't handle it. It's protective, yes. Yeah. So, um, you know, I and I touched on this earlier, but libido, when, when women's bodies are stressed, and this is just something to think about, um, when women's bodies are stressed, they stop producing sex hormones. Mm-hmm. So you get the infertility, but you also get the lower libido. So that's also a sign that, wow, the body might be stressed. So mm-hmm. I need to look at that, um, you know, to, to make sure that there, there aren't, you know, an excess of toxins that are keeping the, the, the body is saying, Hey, this isn't a good time. I mean, think about that from, um, a standpoint of survival, the body needs to say, um, you know, Hey, Hey, this isn't a good, I'm too stressed. This is not yes. a good time physically or emotionally, um, stressed. So going through that whole cleaning cleansing process, uh, which you can get pretty far down that road in, in six months for sure. Mm-hmm. will make a tremendous difference in the life of that baby and the health of that baby, mm-hmm. you know, and obviously trying to do um, the, you know, natural birth and all that kind of stuff along with it mm-hmm. can, can make a big difference too, because coming through the birth canal, the baby's where the baby gets the um, majority of their bank of good bacteria, which sets up the gut and, you know, all that good stuff. But um I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because it is an important topic and people yeah. don't think about that. They're like, well, I just want to no. get pregnant. Well, I understand because yes. I, I was like, I'll take my prenatal vitamins. You yes. know, I just need to have my folic acid. We didn't even, when I was going through pregnancy, they didn't even talk about taking the omega threes, you know, I know. and I know. Uh, it, with my first child, my second child got them. So, um, so anyway, yeah, there's a lot, a lot to consider um, for that. And um, you know, I, this is there's um, we could go on and on, but I do need to to wrap this up before I you know before I do wrap it. I just wanted to touch on you know you uh, are a naturopath and you do treat you know the body, um, but you also treat the mind. And I think that you have found really your passion is more about the mind. Um, you know that's where you although you do treat the body and anybody that comes into your clinic is able to get that service. But um, but I think you get the most excited about the mind, right? <laughs> you talk to me enough. I do. So, I do. <laughs> and so, um, you know, I, I think that all of this could probably, you would agree that all of this could probably be in vain if you don't have your mind right. So would you touch on that a bit? Absolutely. Um, a few things just to think about, because the, the number one actually producer of toxicity in the body is emotional. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
being emotionally out of balance, stress, mm-hmm. emotional stress. Um, and so what we talk about at the clinic a lot is just, first of all, you've got to get out of fight or flight. Um, so you've got to learn techniques. We teach techniques. There's so many resources out there though. Um, Leisha, I know that you've yes. you know, done transcendental meditation and, you know, other things to help that, but that's so important because you've got two parts of your nervous system. One is fight or flight and the other one is rest and digest and heal. So in the fight or flight part, we're supposed to go into that, like if a saber toothed tiger is chasing us, but then five minutes later come out of it back into the rest and digest and heal mode. Well, mm-hmm. we are always in this fight or flight now because yes. we're just so much information. Yes. And mm-hmm. and then you've got EMFs, which cause you to go into that fight or flight because your body's always stressed. We could do a whole show on that. Yes. That's it. You're, you're yes, an expert in that area. <laughs> and um, just all the emotions that we deal with and we pick up on other people's emotions, learning those techniques to get us out of that fight or flight and into the rest and digest is super, super important. Breathing, breath work, meditation. There's something called 478 breathing, which is great. Just look it up online. There are tons of videos. Um, Dr. Andrew Weil made it popular. I don't think that he came up with it, but it's just for, it's more than just just the four, seven, eight breathing, but it's an easy thing. Oops. It's an easy thing to learn. To I help. did it this morning. Oh yes. Good. <laughs> I slammed my finger in the door right before I was going to meditate. And I was oh, like, oh, this oh, is not going to work very well. So oh, ouch. anyway, go ahead. Uh, well, it helps. It brings yes, it down. It helped it bring it down. down and I could meditate. So yes. And so these emotional blocks are super, super important. Our emotional, um, Toxins, we call them blocks at the office, but toxins are super important to help um, either facilitate detox or move us out. And also a mindset of if you think you're not going to be two things, actually, that I want to bring up. One is if you don't think you can heal, you can't heal. Uh, what is it? The Henry Ford statement. If you think you're right, you're right. If you think you're wrong or whatever it is, you know, it's, yes. or you think you yes. can do it, you can. If you think you can't, you know, you're you right don't. as well. Yes. Either way, um, right. And it's true. It's true. Yes. Um, so ta- the, the con- that leads into how do we talk to ourselves? So if we're talking to ourselves in a negative way and saying, you know, bad, they, we would never say stuff to the people that we love that we say to ourselves. Yes. You no, know, we would never say those things. And so think about that. Think about how you talk to your body because your subconscious mind hears those things and that becomes your reality. Um, subconscious mind just wants to prove that whatever you say and believe is true. And so if you say and believe I can't heal, you're not going to be able to heal. And then, um, you know, to go one step further, surround yourself with people that are supportive mm-hmm. of you. And sometimes it's not easy. Sometimes we, we don't have that option, but just focus your energy on being with those people and stop identifying yourself with your symptoms. And that's one thing that we talk about people. People say my whatever disease, my fatigue, my cancer, my whatever. The more you say that, the more your body says, oh, that's me. That's who I am. So change that verbiage to the fatigue that I am recovering from or, um, you know, the this disease that's affecting me. But I am, you know, winning the battle against. So Mm -hmm. create something around that conversation with yourself and with other people that changes it from it's mine to it's just it's just something that I am letting go of or something that I am winning the battle over or however you want to put it. 
Yes. Oh, that's great information. Tracy, this has been so, you know, chocked full of great information and I'm so appreciative oh, so. of you. Yes, definitely. And we on and on, but, um, but we're out of time. I know you have to be somewhere. And uh, so thank you very, very much. And uh, I hope to have you on the um, podcast again in the future. Uh, we can talk about this or, or more about the mind, um, which is also another fascinating you know, topic in of itself. And you have helped me tremendously in that area. Um, I, I really, thank you. Yes, I, um, you have. So thank you for that. Um, so this is Elm Natural, uh, Elm Natural podcast, and it is where we help educate and empower you to take control of your health naturally. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.